You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. Good to see you back, Donna Marie. Hello. Did you miss me? Well, I had Maeve, so I'm not actually allowed to. I missed you. <laughs> I might get into trouble. So I listened, just... I listened to the podcast. You did great without me. Um, I had a nice weekend away. Sometimes you just got to go home to your mother and have some quiet time. And that's what I did. Me and Connor. I like to take the kids one, uh, one at a time, you know, that kind of way. Three times a year, I'll go down and I'll just bring one child. And they'll have some mammy and nanny time to themselves. And get I, think that, I think that's a really good idea because when all three of yours together, it's just bedlam and nobody gets a rest. Whereas nobody, if you, including me. Yeah, especially you. Yeah. Especially you. Like, you know, fucking... PSA, we minded two of them yesterday afternoon for like an hour and a half. And they were fine, 100%. Then we introduced the third one when Donna Marie came back. And holy hell, broke loose. You know? Carnage. Like, I feel like a referee more than I feel like a mother most days. I mean, I don't know what it's like to have, you know, sons and daughters. So I don't know if... If that's just a tree kid thing, tree kid and above thing, or if it's just a boy thing, because I just have three sons and it's literally like I just feel like a referee most days. Carnage. So, yeah, I mean, we do our weekends away with all three. We do our holidays with all three. But I like to go down to my mother and just bring one. And they love it. I love it. And then they also take it in turns to go up to Dublin to their other nanny on their own. So, like, they'll go up and have a weekend up there by themselves without me, without Ken, just them. And they live their best life. I mean, they're spoiled rotten when they're on their own, aren't they? Well, they are. Yeah, they, they're able to do, like, obviously a lot more that they can do when, yeah. they're, you know, there's all three. They're more like, inclined we, we, to, like, take them to McDonald's and shit. Yeah, Whereas if I can take all three of them to McDonald's, I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but, like, we've done that as well for them. Like, we, we've taken them from the, for away out for their birthdays. And we do, we take them out by themselves when we do take them out. So that it's yeah. all the focus is on them and it's just about them and their birthday rather than having anyone else messing up the party for them. And they love it. Yeah, Yeah, they do. And I think they need it as well. Look, I think children need one-on-one time and the more kids you have, the harder it is to give it to them. So it's it's not possible most of the time. So when it is possible, yeah, it's it's obviously a good idea, you know, where But you know what? My kids are booty bastards, right? I'm not going to (laughs) lie. They are booty fucks, right? I was sitting there the other day and we were talking, having a conversation about the holiday, right? And it was like, you know, have I got my own room in the villa? And I was like, yeah. Well, do I have to share that with anyone? And I was like, yeah, like you have to share with your brother. And the moaning that was done because they couldn't have their own room on holidays. Yeah, I'm like, do you realise that, you know, we're already after renting out, was it a six or seven bed villa? I'm yeah. like, any more fucking bedrooms? You're talking like extra money for every single bedroom. She don't give a fuck. We'd be, in the, fucking, we'd be in the fucking Mac mansion if if they had their way. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And it was like, well, can I sleep in with, with Karen? And I'm like, no, leave that poor fucking girl alone. Because they'd have her hounded. That's her room. Leave her be. Yeah, so, and yeah. our friend who's also going on the holiday, just, you know, FYI. There's 10 of us. There's fucking 10 of us. Yeah, seven so, adults and three kids. So. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I had a and they can all fuck off because none of them are sleeping in my in our room. None of them are get, get to have a sleepover in our room. So that's, we'll, we'll make sure that that's fucking. Yeah, like, oh. I just need to escape. I need to escape me on. Can I just do a weekend away by myself? That'd be nice. 
Um, but yeah, I had fun anyway, and now I'm back, and normality shall resume. <laughs> uh, so speaking of reality, let's let's get down to let's get down to this week's below deck episode. Um, I feel like I'm going to be a little bit manic talking about this week's episode, not because the episode was manic, but just because I have something small to say about everyone. So. Yeah. Yeah, you had like, watched the episode before me and I had asked you, like, how was it? And you said it was a good episode. So when I, I when I kind of sat down, obviously you don't you don't elaborate because we don't do spoilers on each other. We let ourselves, you know, judge it for judge it for yourself. Yeah. But I did kind of expect almost nothing to happen and it just to be an episode. Whereas I was watching it and I was like, okay, there's loads to talk about here. Yeah. I feel like there's loads to talk about. Like nothing massive, nothing dramatic, nothing overly crazy. But happened. lots of small pieces. But I feel like we learned a lot about them this week. So I'd like to start with Jared for a start. Okay, now, let's let's start there. Let's go to places, Annie. I just yeah. want to say, before we got the clip for next week's episode, before that, when he was stood in the cabin and he had his phone and he was talking about you know, missing the call and being afraid of being cut off. At that point, I said to myself, oh shit, maybe this man doesn't get fired. Maybe he walks away. And then they showed the clip for next week and I was like even more convinced that perhaps he just bows out. Perhaps he just walks away. And I was fuming because I was like, fuck's sake now, no one will believe me when I say that. You know, like, do you ever get that? I'd be like that with yeah. I'm like, Ken, I bet you this is going to happen. But if I don't say that, sometimes I won't say it. And then it'll happen. And I'll be like, Ken, I fucking knew that was going to happen. And you would be like, shut up. No, you didn't. You'd get given out to it if you said, well, I think this is going to happen. And it comes to you. He said, would you just shut up? You're ruining it for me. See, that way. Yeah. So I kind of said that when he was having that moment in the cabin, I kind of said to myself, maybe this guy's going to bow. And you know what? I felt really fucking sorry for him because, I mean, if he was to leave in next week's episode, my takeaway from Gerald would be that he is perhaps a tortured soul and I have nothing but sympathy for a tortured soul. So, yeah, I just... I'm kind of hoping now that he doesn't overly fuck up and that he does just bow out and walk away for personal reasons. Okay, so we'll play. Let's play good cop, bad cop on this one. Oh, you so, have a different opinion, do you? Of course, I have a different opinion, right? Oh. Okay, let's 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 start at the phone call. Okay, yeah. you know he's struggling for cell reception. Captain yeah. Kerry's upstairs, doing himself up on a fucking on a FaceTime, having the chats. And fucking Jared is downstairs using a fucking Nokia blockia to try and get cell reception. I did notice that. I like, did notice that. I was yeah. like, why is that a Nokia 3310? Like, what's the story there like? Like, oh. hello, hang on a second. The money these guys earn, get a fucking smartphone and FaceTime them. He, um, well, well, hang on, hang on. Maybe he's not into it. Well, what are you into? Are you into talking to your child? Are you into having the ability to... Do a FaceTime call. Okay. Okay. I do agree with you. When you, you sit back and you look at that, you're like, okay, well, if you don't want a phone, buy a tablet. You know, FaceTime is super important. We're, like, and we're, it's a fucking privilege to have FaceTime in this generation. And if you can't get reception in the cabin, go upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like there's okay, a, there's okay, a lot going on there. I feel sorry for myself. I feel like he is perhaps a tortured soul. Even when they went out for dinner and, you know, the, consumption of alcohol I'm like oh god is this guy has he got the potential to be a messy slash nasty drunk you know that kind of way and it just seems if you, to if me, you, if you do you shouldn't drink like you shouldn't it drink seems to, it seems to me that he's the sort of person that when everything is going really well he's on top of his game and everything is 100% but as soon as yeah. the slightest thing goes wrong he crumbles yeah. He just crumbles. And I think we started to see that in the most in that episode. We saw him start to crumble because everything went fine on the charter. Now look, I am not 
I'm not going to sit here and say, well, he should be able to fucking handle the fact that he can't talk to me. I'm not saying that at all. So don't take me up wrong. I do have sympathy for the, for his situation. I am, mm. you know, I am empathetic towards that situation. However, however, you have a job to do and you have to get on with it and you have a life that you have to get on with. You have to move past the fucking what's gone wrong and decide how you're going to fix it. Mm. Like that phone could not have been his only option to get a call in. It just couldn't have been. I yeah, don't so buy like that for a second. Too easy, like. Yes. The first hurdle and he's done. If that was me, I'd have been up on the deck. I'd have been hanging off the bow off the stand. Phone would have you been see, this is why I think to me. And then I'd have been gone asking know. somebody, could I use their phone? This is why I think he's a tortured soul because I'm like, I, you know, this is what I say this to you a lot, not necessarily just in life in general. I say it a lot. I went, it's very hard for me to understand someone who's wired completely differently to me. Yeah, so like we wouldn't, true. we would do whatever we had to do to make a phone call, you know, but not everybody's wired the same. Yeah, I understand that. And look, there was probably a time of my life maybe where, I wasn't necessarily wired like that. But I realized, I had to realize that, you know, when things fall apart, you got to keep going. And over the yeah. years, I've learned the way of getting through because you got to go through. There's no way over or around. You just got to go through. And I've built up, you know, my ways of getting through. Now, look, I'm older than Jared. And I'm not saying I've been through more, but I've been through a hell of a lot. So I probably had a bit more experience. However, he's not a kid. He is a little yeah, bit older. I do agree with you. I do agree with you. Like, And I think to myself, like, if I knew him, if I was his friend, I'd probably get frustrated with him. Purely yeah. because I'm wired differently. So I do have, try to be empathetic. I just think to myself... Walking away from that episode, I was like, this guy's a tortured soul. And I have empathy for tortured souls. Whatever the reason, I don't know. But I will always have empathy for a tortured soul because, because I'm worried differently. Because I find it easier to pick myself up. Because I find it easier to, you know, overcome shit. I believe I believe in myself. I, You know, I always feel sorry for someone who doesn't believe in themselves. I always feel sorry for someone who doesn't love themselves. So that's the vibe I get off yeah, well, look, I think it's very clear that Jared needs help with himself. He needs he needs to help his help himself mentally, you know, to yeah. work his work away work his way through these problems because he's forever gonna go through life in the same way if he doesn't start to figure out how to resolve these situations. Yeah. You're forever gonna go through life. You've got to make changes. Well, so hopefully, I, hopefully he does. I, listen, I don't wish bad on anyone, and I've nothing against the chap. So, like, I mean, he's not. It's not like he's a dislikable character. It's not like I want to see him gone. I just, yeah. he just needs help. He's not gonna get it there, and I think, I think he uh, he definitely is watching the trailer for next week. I said, this is it now. This it has mm. started. The spiral is coming. Whether he leaves, whether he's forced out or chooses to leave, obviously that's still up for debate. I think I didn't think of him leaving, but now that you've said it, that probably yeah. seems more plausible. Now that you've sort of said that, um, but yeah, I've nothing against him, but he does need help. He's yeah, he's not in the right, he's not in the right place. I'm rooting for him. And like he did, he did great on Watch What Happens Live. He looked great, you know. So I'm rooting for him. Like that. He's not a bad guy. I don't get bad no. guy vibes off him. No. He's not an asshole. He just he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he's obviously gone through a lot more in his life than we're privy to at this point. Yeah. That have him in this situation. Like this yeah. is not this is not one thing. This is a culmination of a lifetime of yeah. experiences that we have absolutely no idea what's gone on in his life. And I have no doubt that his tale is, is a fair tale of woe along mm. the way. But mm. you got to go and fix that shit. And it's all fixable. There's nothing that's not fixable. I have learned yeah. that in my life. 
There is nothing that is not fixable. So uh, it's time. It's time for Jared to go and get that get that help and get start yeah. living his life without being, you know, fucking tortured. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. Rooting for him. Now, will we move on to somebody Another else? big revelation this week. Another massive revelation for me anyway. I, it was a massive aha moment with Barbie. When Barbie said, all my father did was praise me. And the light bulb just went ding, ding, ding. Because Barbie has spent her whole life being told she's great at everything, which I am not knocking, but I think it's fantastic. However, however, when you get to a place where maybe somebody is not sharing you with roses every five minutes, then it becomes a problem when it's deeply embedded in your personality that you need that praise. And I think that's what, and that is what we're seeing here. I absolutely love Barbie. I've gone against her. I've gone against her. I think to myself, like, okay, she was spoiled. She's a spoiled child. She, well, she is an only child. We, she she is an only that. child, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. She knows that. She says that. She owns it. And she's unapologetic about it. Fair play to her. She also owns the fact that she has an attitude. She was on Watch What Happens Live the other night and she fucking owned the fact that she has an attitude. She also owned the fact that looking back on it and the way she treated Kat was a little bit, oh God, it gave her the ick. You know, she gave herself the ick yeah. there. So she owns it. Um, She's a great walker. In terms of her and Fraser, I just think, you know, I said this last week, she might have a little bit of an issue with authority. Which I get. I was the same when I was that age. I had a big problem with authority when I was younger. I really did. Like, massive. <laughs> so, I get that. And I just think there's a personality clash. You've got two alphas there. Yeah, two 100%. Alphas. And to see her on Watch What Happens Live, you know, own her attitude and also admit that there was there was a lot of things that was wrong in her behavior. You know, kudos to you, Barbie. Fair fucking yeah, well, thing. It does it's like a big her. person to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. I like her. Andy Cohen said the other night in Watch What Happens Live that she would make an amazing housewife. He was not lying. She would be fucking brilliant as a housewife. She, she's definitely got that personality type to be a yeah. housewife. She's 100%. a little bit on the young side for it, but yeah, yeah. she's definitely got that. She's definitely got those housewife vibes about her character. There's no question. I believe that we'll see Horror and Fraser sorted out on the show. Oh, I do think so, yeah. And move forward and be a great team together. I I honestly believe this is just a small bump in the road. Yeah, I think I think if Barbie had have met Fraser from last year, I think the relationship would be very different. I think Fraser would look more on the fact that she works well, probably wouldn't have clashed with her as often, and things would be a little bit different. However, I think Barbie be pulling the strings at that point. Mm. Now, Fraser came in, obviously, new attitude. He wasn't going to be treated the same way he was in his in the last season. He's a much improved person. He has to put his stamp of authority. He is the chief stew. And that's, as you say, that's just clashing with little miss doesn't like authority, which they just need to sort that shit out. And it look, these things always work out. There's always that sort of clash with those two styles. But if the person is a good worker Mm. and the person in authority has some sort of movement to say, well, right, like Kerry said, how can we harness her positives? Yeah. How can we get this working for us? They find their way. They will. They'll find a balance. When he said, bring it or go home, even I shit myself. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I go and clean the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even, yeah. Even I was sitting here going, oh, 
afraid of you but uh yeah look I just I do I just think it's a little small personality clash they'll overcome it and everything will be rosy yeah I I think that yeah I think we're gonna see that work out well by the end of the season Um, I agree you know what I was sitting there uh, I was actually thinking I really hope that we see like Fraser on the traitors or something I just think he'd be brilliant like sometimes you come across a, a character on Bravo and you're like, I want to see them. I want to see more of them. I want to see them again. It's like yeah. Alex from Sailing Yacht. He's like, bigger than the show. His personality is bigger than the show. He's than the show. You more. can put him in other yeah. shows. Yeah. yeah. It's He's like Alex from more. Sailing Yacht. I honestly would love to see Alex from Sailing Yacht like in Summer House or something now. Like, you know, I'm like, we need to see more of him in other and I feel the same way about Fraser. I'm like, I'd love to see him on the traitors or something like that, you know? He very he has a very Fraser has a very good personality from what I've seen for being at the front of something. Like, I mean, he could present. Yeah. He could yeah. totally be some what? sort of presenter. You know what I got really excited about the other day? It's like, okay, so we have uh Bravo shows because I discovered Hey You a fucking many years ago. And I put everyone else around me onto it. I was like, you have got to get this app, right? But now you've got season two of Sailing Yacht, which is, in my opinion, the best season. Season one was the biggest load of dribble. But season two of Sailing Yacht is on um, Netflix now. And you've got other Below Decks. You know, you've got Below Deck on Netflix. You've got it on E4 in the UK. And you've got it on Amazon Prime. So I'm really hoping that, you know, now that the UK and Ireland, it's there. It's going to be there. So you've got the likes of Fraser, the likes of Haley, the likes of Daisy and all that, who, you know, are from the UK or live in the UK. How amazing would it be to see them start getting opportunities over here? Like, how amazing would it be to see Daisy in the jungle? I'm a celeb, get me out of here. How amazing yeah. would it be to see Fraser in Celebrity Big Brother and shit like that? You know, I'm really hoping that they get those opportunities this side of the pond, and I really hope they take them, because I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great to see them thriving over here as well. Uh, could you imagine Fraser in the jungle? <laughs> oh my God, I'd love it. I'd fucking love it. It's like, it's like the ultimate girls trip with the housewives. I mean, why does it have to be housewives? Why can't we have an ultimate girls trip or an ultimate guys trip with the other Bravo shows? Can you imagine an ultimate guys trip with the likes of Fraser, Jax? God. Now we're, Captain now Glenn, we're... Captain Kerry, all of these like going away and staying in a house for two weeks to party. I mean, I just live my best life watching that. Oh God, could you imagine it? Fucking yeah. Alex permanently play some beer bottles on Glenn's I head. love it. I love <laughs> it. So, yeah, I mean, look, I, like that. I do. I've seen some shit online giving out about Fraser. I'm like, are these fuckers sensitive? Why, Why are they giving out about? I don't see it. I haven't I seen anything see to give out about. And I'm a fucking harsh critic. I, if I see something, I'm going to call it. I don't care. I, don't see I haven't seen I'm not anything. sure if it's just that they don't get his sense of humor Maybe they don't get the yeah they don't get the jabs they don't get the band i don't know what it is i just don't see it i think he's amazing <laughs> and he's funny but then he also has that kind side like the way he dealt with cash the other night when she was sobbing like he didn't have to do that he could no. have fucking rolled his eyes and been like bitch i'm trying to have enjoy me night with you fuck off and even if that's what he was thinking it's not how he behaved. He was so yeah. gentle towards it's her. Not as, it's not as lifted her up. Yeah. And he would, like, I mean, look, he probably is saying those things to himself, but his personality, because I would, Same as much as I care about people, and if the, I do kind of say, oh, for fuck's sake, like, I mean, calm yeah. himself on. 100%. But you just don't say it in the moment. Exactly. You can think it, and he maybe he is thinking it, but he ain't saying it out loud, and that's what matters. I just don't get it. I don't get the way... But then I never did. Like, you see them giving out. It's the same. They were, oh, I miss Lee. I miss Lee. Get over it. Lee's gone. Bye. You know, I'm move down on. Rabbit hole again. I've told people. Yeah. Not telling <laughs> them again. Fuck them, off. They give out about, like, you know, other 
cast members on other shows and I'm like I don't get it I don't get what the problem is with these people think it's our nice people so I feel that way about Fraser so I I never um although I, I'm coming closer I can find me because I come on you know in the morning and I'll check my Facebook and I, that's where the group is I can feel myself as the weeks go on getting closer and closer to going into the comment section and just letting rip yeah, oh, see, I, I, I had to draw myself back from looking too deep into what comments people are making. Because I actually get frustrated with the morons that post online. I actually do. And it gets me triggered. And I know I can't respond because I'll never get any satisfaction. So I have to step yeah. back and take deep breaths or else I'm just going to end up more frustrated. So now I, don't, I just read articles. I don't bother delving into comments or what people are saying because it's no. idiotic in most cases well i do just have to remind myself that i tell my children all the time you can't teach stupid so i just have to remind myself of that and that's what holds me back from going in and learning <laughs> yeah that's the worst thing about social media is that every asshole in the world gets to have a gets to voice their opinion for other people to see like yeah. we spent years not having to listen to these people and curating the people around us so assholes didn't make it in but now they make it in through social media so it's more of a curation now yeah. so that you don't see them. Well, I'll hold up. I'll hold up. But anyway, we, oh, I had this conversation last week. We fan Fraser. We do like <laughs> Fraser. We, we do like Fraser. We fan Fraser. Now, let's talk about Kerry, because can I just say, I don't think, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not think we have ever, ever seen a captain Go for a few beers. No, I don't think so. Unless it was the last. Has to chance. be a first. I don't think even Jason did it. Yeah, uh, like I've seen let's face it, for Jason the last would, dinner. Yeah, but we've Jason never would be the only that. one that did it. I'd say he's fucking deadly to go on a little session with. Like I'd say he'd have yeah. a laugh. He's but down. You could, you could see You could see it. I don't know whether it was just the way they edited it. Or whether it was actually how it happened, but as soon as these swift departure, as soon as he saw things going downhill, he was like, "Right, time to go. I'm out of here." Don't. But you know what? If if that's how it really happened, if that's how it really happened, like that, you say it could have been edited, but that's how it really happened. If he twigged that things were getting messy and he made a swift departure, that is what you call an intelligent man. I mean, it's the right thing to do. It took me a long time to do that. I do that yeah. now. Maybe it comes with age. I do that now. Yeah. If I see shit getting messy, I'm like, right, I'm out. Bye. I'm bouncing. Bouncing. But like, I suppose you have to think about it as well, right? Kerry's, Kerry's obviously a uh, fun-loving. He likes to have a drink. He likes to have a bit of crack. It must get very lonely for somebody who's a younger like him just sitting on the boat every night by yourself. Well, no, because he's not sitting on the boat every night by himself. He's got those other people that we don't see. I know, yeah, but like still, like you want to be going out having the crack. Like I'd be out every fucking night. That's why I could never be a captain. Because I'd be out every night. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, if that was us now, I like that. I'd want to be out on them sessions every single, at the end of every chair. And I'm like, would you be judged? Like, do if the cameras weren't there, do captains do that? Do captains go on sessions with their you know, crew members off char. I mean, why not? Like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, well, look, they must like any do, other job, like your that. manager comes out and buys you a few drinks, and then when he goes, yeah. you slice the back off. Like, no one's gonna sit there. We don't see it in the show, but no one's gonna tell me there's not captains sleeping with crew. No one's gonna tell me the captain captains are not dipping their wake along the way. You need to be washing your mouth out. That wouldn't happen on below deck. Well, it's not going to happen on camera, obviously, because it's going to be frowned upon. Oh, my and God. You're talking about do fucking captains dip their wick. Do you not remember the conversation of Anthony and his bleeding confessionals talking about his wife running away with his fucking uncle? Of course they dip their wick. <laughs> I, almost, I almost forgot about that. I can't believe his uncle made off with his fucking wife. No, I rewound it and watched it again because I was like, hang on a minute. Am I hearing right? I rewound it and I watched it twice. And she just ghosted him. She just If that's someone you're having a fling with or you're reasoning with, your husband. 
How do you ghost your husband for his uncle? Yeah, it just seems so bizarre. Uh, it seems really bizarre. I wonder, is she French? Because, look, we know the French are a little bit, you know. Don't One of our sure. listeners posted on his social medias that his uncle was not a captain, he was a pirate. And I have to say, I really laughed at that. Because <laughs> that's true. That is so true. <laughs> Fucking white pirate. <laughs> Shout out to our listener. You know who you are. That's, um, that's funny. Yeah, pirate. I was like, that was funny. I saw that this morning over my morning coffee. I was like, that's brilliant. But, but like, um, you'd wonder, yeah. did, did the uncle have that in mind when he offered the job? Because I know she was kind of blurred out, but from where she, from where I was sitting, she looked fairly hot. Like she did, she did a smoking body, and it, I'm sure it, she was pretty hot. Ultimate betrayal. I mean, your husband, your wife cheating on you and running away with another man or woman is betrayal. But running away with your relative fucking hell. Jesus. I'd say Christmas Christmas in that household is good. I'm like, I mean, we need to see this, Uncle, because Anthony is an extremely good-looking man. I mean, extremely good-looking. What is the what's the uncle got that he hasn't? Money, 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 money. But Anthony's a chef. I ain't saying I mean, she a gold digger. <laughs> but Anthony's a chef. I mean, he's perfectly capable of earning a lot of coin. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the uncle obviously has something else. He just had a bigger bow. Maybe he just had a bigger <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. And you're telling me to wash my mouth out and you're talking about him having a bigger boat. I'm telling you, we shouldn't be laughing at the situation. I felt so sorry for him, but fuck me. Anthony, you are better off without that hoe. Yeah, but look, how could you not laugh at that situation? Like, I mean, that's... He just seemed like such a nice human. I'm like, even like when he was talking about minding his mammy and taking care of his mammy, I'm like, he seems like a lovely human. Why would she run away with his uncle? Yeah, well, look, there's always a side to people that you're never going to see. So who knows? Now, if if he is the way he is all the time, then, yeah, you'd say, like, what the fuck? But, you know, this is where let's you need face it. Those. Everyone has a side that's this not going to be seen. This is where you need those hardcore stalkery fans to come in and find the uncle for us. You know, this is this is where you're like, okay, crazy fans. Time to come in and find the uncle that shows where he is. So what Donna Marie really means is she's going to spend the next week searching for the uncle online and blame it on a I fan finding it. that and sending it to I us. I can't do it. I just, I can't do it with certain things. I'm like, that's nah, not worth my time and effort. I was watching, um, I don't know if you've heard of this, Risa Tisa on TikTok. Like, well, I, I've heard of it because you've explained it to me. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it needs to be, if you, if you're, on TikTok or you're a TikTok person like yeah you'd have to be living under a rock not to know who Risa Teeth is but I swear to God I was like I know these crazy TikTok fans now will find the husband and sure enough quick search and there he was he's created his own TikTok and all he's given it welly but I'm telling you that's what we need we need some fans now to come find the uncle and wife so we can have a nosy but uh, yeah he seems like a nice human anyway I hope you you meet you're, you're a person soon, Anthony. Let's move on. Let's, now, move on. Let's move on to Sonny. Can we talk about Sonny? Well, that's I, I want to talk about Sonny and Ben because right. I had, I very much, had, I very much, now, not that I have a thing for Ben or I am attracted to Ben, but Ben gave me the ache last night. Yeah, yeah, listen. We'll when talk I about Ben. Let's talk about Sonny first because, I mean, we haven't had a chance to talk about Sonny because we haven't really had a chance to get to know her yet. Haven't had a chance to get to know her. And then she called him out. She sees right fucking through him. She sees right through him. Which she knows she with, called yeah. him out as a shit storer. What was it she said to him? You're an asshole and a dickhead, and it's a good thing they're close together. <laughs> 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 fucking brilliant. But then I'm like watching her on the beach. She's calling him out. She sees right through him. But then she forgives him and puts her arm around him. I'm like, oh, holy hell. Please. Which makes you think, does she see right through? 
Yeah. She or is she just out. or does she, she see right through, through him? But she said, but look, she said it herself. Her boy, she has trust issues because past boyfriends have done X, Y, Z to her. And obviously, because she used the plural, she keeps going for the same type. And here look, she is again. Maybe. Like Ben's a Maybe she just does, you know, beer goggles, few drinks. Hopefully, when she's sober, she like she seemed to do that. When she was walking away and she was sober, she was like pissed off at him for throwing her under the bus. And like when she confronted him about throwing her under the bus, she didn't even get an apology. It was kind of like what I took from what he said was, I wasn't trying to throw you under the bus. I was trying to throw Jared under the bus and you just got caught in the crossfire. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, well, you you were collateral damage. It wasn't meant about you. Yeah. Mm. And that's like, if if he just said that to me, I just said, well, don't be using me because you're making me look like shit. Yeah. Look, and I said it last really, week. I really she, want to like Ben, but no, not only does he give me the ick, I mean, did you see that that line? Aussie said, "Well, oh, I'm if you cheeky, need that, I'm Aussie." It's charismatic. I'm Aussie, I'm cheeky, and it's charismatic. No. Uh, the likes of, you know, Kerry, Jason, they're cheeky. They're Aussie. They're charismatic. You're an absolute tool who give people the ick, and you are literally happy to shit on your co-workers. The bit, that got, the bit that got me was when they were separating at the end on the beach they were kind of starting to walk away and he said look don't worry about it if you need anything you know just come and see me and he winked at her yeah and i actually i felt like bumping i was like oh my god that yeah. is like the worst you wink at someone and say oh, if you need and come see me he was only sure to make that clicking noise yeah, you know, that's like something a fucking seedy boss does in the office, you know, to some young girl. Oh, if you need yeah. that, just give me a shout. It's and he's disgusting. so confident that he's going to get rid of Jared and he's going to be bossing. And I don't want him to. At the start of the I'm, season, yeah, I want him I to hate the fact I don't that want him to be bossing now. I hate the fact that he's right and that it's going to happen. And I'm like, fuck yeah. sake. Wouldn't you love it if it didn't happen? Wouldn't you love it if Kerry brought somebody else in? I'd actually wet myself. Yeah. Because he just, oh, now, he, you know, he's just coming across like an asshole. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. He, he's becoming uh, not likable. Yeah. I gave he's him a couple of episodes where path. I was like, I really wanted to like him. I gave him a couple of episodes. And I was hoping that, you know, when somebody sometimes when someone calls you out, you know, you kind of it humbles you a bit. There's no I don't think him. it's humbling him, and I don't think it's going to. And he's going to get even more cocky when he's handed the bosun position. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. I think it's that that's only gonna get worse. Um, so watch this space. We may we may end up bashing Ben quite a bit. Yeah. If he can there's a, a fine this. line between being a cheeky chappy and being a cocky asshole. And he yeah, is Kyle, Kyle is cheeky. Kyle, Kyle is the epitome. No, on the boat. Oh my Scottish god, I thought you were I for a minute there, I thought you were talking about vile Kyle. No, what? Jesus. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle is, is cheeky and chappy. Yeah, cheeky chappy and fun and yes, you know that he's is not what a cheeky chappy liar is. like that. Whereas yeah. Ben is slittery and snaky and I could go on all day, but I'm not going to. Yeah, no, that Kyle is cheeky. Ben, mm. asshole. You know, there's a massive difference. It's and not Kyle a fine line. It's not Barbie, a fine line. What? Kyle wasn't wrong about Barbie. Barbie got the ick fairly quickly with Jared and went straight looking for Kyle. <laughs> well, yeah, that was always going to happen, really. Because... <laughs> yeah. That was always, Barbie strikes me as being very much, she will change her mind quite quickly. 
she doesn't hang around. She do, probably doesn't give people much of a chance. You get your shot, you fuck it up, you're gone. Goodbye, yeah. moving on. Yeah, I agree. So then we talk about Kat. I mean, what she's say? having a bit of a, a shitty what time. To say? Look, the girl is sensitive. She doesn't have a thick skin. And mm. obviously she doesn't feel like she's fitting in. She's not gelling with the group the way others are. And that's getting her down, which is hence the big, you know, sort of breakdown on the night out mm. when she got a few drinks in her. I do have yeah. sympathy for the whole not fitting in thing or not feeling like you're fitting in. Um, she obviously feels some people she's just never going to fit in with them. How do you square that circle? Probably drink less, work hard, try and prove them wrong and just push through. When you have a quiet person in a room full of big characters, it's it's even harder to be heard when those characters are really big. Like, And I mean... But you don't always have to be heard. Yeah, but you see, I think here, right, I feel sorry for her and I just think to myself, some people, they don't do well in a group. You know, they're, they find it easier when it's a one-on-one. And I I get that and I see that and I think she would, she's better when she's just having one-on-one conversations. Then when you put her in the group, she doesn't know where her place is. She, she struggles a bit. And... I say that coming from, like, me and you, pal, when we're in a group, we are probably the two loudest people in the room. Yeah. So we've never this been the quiet ones, ever. No, no. I I was, I, I, people often laugh at me because, yeah, I'm probably the loudest person in most rooms I'm in, unless Donna's in the I room think you're louder than me now. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I feel like I have quieted down. But that's years here. of working in loud prisons and having to shout over yeah. people to be heard at all. So I yeah, do feel that's... like you are now the loudest in the group. And for a long time, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> like people laugh at me when I say I was shy as a kid. I said there was no way you were ever shy. I was. I was shy up until I was like 18 or 19. And then I just burst out of my shell. And, yeah, people I laugh think... at me when I say I'm shy now. And I am shy. I'm incredibly you are shy, shy now. now. But my my way of dealing with the shyness is to be the loudest person in the room. Yeah. But you see, the thing is, yeah, you're shy with new people now. Whereas yeah, you wouldn't have been, you, were, you weren't always shy with new people. You would have just got no. involved. Whereas now you're shyer with new people. When new people come into the group, usually at your introduction, um, <laughs> you are a little bit. I'll just throw <laughs> that in there. Oh, yeah, that's totally a jab, pal. Yeah, you know, your fucking judge of character is totally, you know, went out with your fucking birth water and you had your three kids. You lost that fucking ESP you had find working out people. You used to be able to spot an asshole at fucking 10 miles. Now they could be sitting on your face and you'd say, ah, he's probably all right. Yeah, yeah, you lost that particular skill, pal. You used to be great at it, not so much anymore. We're bringing all sorts of waifs and strays. <laughs> waifs and fucking or waifs and strays would be fine. It's fucking psychopaths and fucking <laughs> crazy people that you keep bringing to the door, you know. <laughs> but look, let's not dwell on the past. Let's just, you know, I'm not allowed forward. to do it anymore. I'm not. I'm not even allowed. No, to make friends. No, Donna, <laughs> we 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 put rules now on Donna Marie where she has to screen all franchises through us. And it's not just me. This is not just me. Karen has put the same limits on her. We're, we're, we're probably the two people closest to her that aren't blood related. And yeah, we, we both have put limits on who she is allowed to make friends with because her judgment has just gone to shit altogether. Um, where me, on the other hand, I can still spot a fucking idiot from miles in. And, and, and the worst thing is, the older I get, the less chance I give them to prove me wrong. It's just like, no, you're an idiot. You're done. You're gone. No, I've judged you. You're gone. You know, it's, you don't get, there's no fucking Britain's Got Talent. You get three buzzers and you're out. I'm golden buzzer X gone. Do you think that's an age thing as well, pal, where you just don't like people anymore? Like, I fucking hate people. 
Okay. No, your tolerance, <laughs> your tolerance for bullshit goes way down because you realize that you've got to this point where you don't have to accept that bullshit yeah. anymore. Where you can just turn in, around and say, no, fuck I went off. into the car park yesterday of a shop, right? And between driving into the car park, parking, getting out of the car and walking to the post office, I think I muttered asshole under my breath about six times. Like, yeah, I literally I, have zero patience for anyone or anything. Just people really fucking annoy me. Dogs are brilliant. Dogs are life. Like Animals animals in general are brilliant because animals don't make, you know, if they're cats, they're probably assholes, but they just, they're assholes and you just accept that because that's who they are. People make a conscious decision to be assholes. I'm yeah. convinced of it. You make a choice in life. Because how the fuck do you go through life being a certain way, see so many people walking away from you and go, well, it's all their fucking problem. Like, and that's even just people, some people are just fucking stupid. I mean, just There's a stupid. lot of that too. I can't deal with stupid people either, by the way. Stupid people get even less. I'd have more tolerance for an intelligent asshole than I would for a stupid, uh, a stupid nice person. I seen somebody yesterday parking their car and they parked their car like assways, like, you know, just totally bent in the parking spot, which made it harder for me to park beside them. And I was just looking at her. I was like, you're such a fucking idiot. The, o- the, only, people I, the only people I allow away with that one is old people because they're like, look... They're nervous. They need their freedom. Let them let them out. They're still capable of driving, but maybe they struggle with parking. I'd say I think I think old people should have to hand their license back at like 70. <laughs> I do. 100%. Okay, we've gone way off topic. Now we we started off bashing Ben, and now we're fucking bashing old people. Like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, come on, pal. Let's let's just rein it in a little bit here. <laughs> Sorry, said what I said. Hand it back at 70. But yeah, anyway, so then yeah, I look. I just I can't see us having anything positive to say about Ben this season, which kind of annoys me because he's he one good. of those people I really want to like. Yeah, yeah. I he want is. him to do well. I want him to and then like yeah, I just, I'm not even going to say anymore. Yeah, I want to like him, and I just feel like we're probably going to spend the rest of the season giving out about him, which is sad, but anyway. Yeah, true. So I think that was pretty much it for this week. I don't think there was much more to be said. The wedding was, uh, the only thing I will say is, like, the guests were getting married, and I know they were going to a waterfall. They could have made a bit more of an effort with getting dressed up. Why? You're getting fucking married. Yeah, but you're also in fucking 46 degree heat. Yeah, but you could have put, they could have put something on. You can be, you can be fucking prepared for the heat and at least be well dressed. Those guests are my type of people. They give zero fucks. They don't care. They don't care what people think about them. They don't give a fuck. They've got their little close group of friends. They're happy out. They don't give a bollock. They're like, I want to be their friend. They can scream well, me. No, no. <laughs> well, if you want to be friends with them, off you go. Off you go, pal. Let them fucking, let them screen you. I personally don't think they'll put up with your shit. But however. <laughs> <laughs> I like them guests. I like when you get guests like that. They're just easy, fun-loving people. I mean, but they didn't have to put the on clip for next week. The clip for next week looked like the guests are complete utter assholes. I don't so, think they're assholes. Know, I think they're head cases. I think they're could absolutely be sitting, you, psychotic. I would be sitting here next week saying, "Bring back last." Yeah, I didn't have an issue with the guests. I thought the tip was a bit lousy. Twenty-two grand. They put on Where's a the fucking. Poking? They put on a wedding. It was a fucking wedding. They it's hopped all be- that shit up to a fucking waterfall. It's better than a poke in the eye with a shitty stick. I have seen yeah. worse. I have, but I, have I, worse. I thought the tip could have been bigger. I thought twenty-five plus would have been 
more appropriate. You just stop bashing my new friends, please, will you? <laughs> see, I'm a better fucking see, I'm a better judge of character than you, pal. I really am. <laughs> Look, I'm not gonna lie, we all know that my judgment skills have decreased over time. And I blame the kids. The kids' fault. I'm just not it as sharp as I used to be with them. They've literally fried every fucking brain cell I have. Oh, they've dulled your senses. They've dulled your senses, no doubt. No doubt. So I think we will leave it there. Uh, tune in again. We will be back on Friday again with our review of episode two for Summer House. Summer House um, and Martha's Vineyard is on the way back as well, Paul. We're on a four-week countdown now for Martha's Vineyard. It's only four weeks away. So Here, really excited for We have the valleys that. coming as well. We have the valleys coming as well. So do you know what the valleys is? This is the uh, Vanderpump spin-off. Yeah. So you've yeah. got Jax and Brittany. And you've got Kristen from Vanderpump Rules. And they have a new show called The Valleys. And there's a few new characters. And Kristen's boyfriend as well. Now, the trailer looked epic. Not going to lie. The trailer sucked me in. So I'm down. I'm going to watch as it. As they're meant to do. The trailer doing its job. Yeah. Whether or not we decide to cover it on the podcast remains to be seen. But we, we shall see. And, yeah, I mean... In terms of other Bravo land news, I'm not going to get into it. But when we woke up this morning, there was a lot online about Andy Cohen. Yeah, there was a lot online well, last I, week about Andy Cohen. I'm not going to get into gotta, it because no, I think we should just park that shit because I don't know how a, a lot of it just seems to be. Yeah, look, know, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not even going to comment on it. I'm not even going to give my opinion on it. What I will say on it is, at the end of 2023, when we asked each other our predictions for 2024 in Land, I said 2024 would be the year that Andy Cohen would be dethroned. Yes. I vote for Kyle Cook to be the new host of reunion shows. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to think Fraser should be hosting them, but how and ever. Oh my God, yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all I'm going to say on it. Is that call me Mystic Meg from now on. Called your worst pal, so <laughs> I'll set on calling you Mystic Meg for a few weeks. Okay, that's it. Right. The end. See you next week. Bye. We're out of here. Have a good week. See you Friday. Take care. Bye-bye.